Yossi was a senior analyst in the officer's research division who happened to have a flair for the dramatic and was good on his feet in the field. Ramona was the chief of the office unit that spied on Iran's nuclear program. As such, she had been the primary recipient of Reza Nazari's false intelligence. She had never met the Iranian spy personally and was not looking forward to being in the same room with him tonight. In fact, earlier that evening, she had stated her preference for sending Nazari back to Tehran in a pine box. Her anger had come as no surprise to Gabriel. Ramona was the niece of Ari Shamron, and like her famous uncle, she did not take betrayal lightly, especially where Iranians were involved. She was an analyst by training and experience, but she shared Yossi's natural instincts in the field. As she moved along the elegant street, a bag in the window of Prada seemed to catch her eye. She paused there for a moment while the car overtook them, and while Yossi, playing the role of annoyed spouse, glared at his wristwatch. It was 8.41 when they passed through the imposing entrance of Debunk. The maitre d' informed them there were no tables available, so they moped off to the bar to await a cancellation. Ramona sat facing the entrance, Yossi, the dining room. From the breast pocket of his jacket he removed a gold pen identical to the one Gabriel had given to Reza Nazari. Yossi twisted the cap to the right and then returned the pen to his pocket. Two minutes later, a text message appeared on his secure mobile. The transmitter was working, the signal was strong and clear. Yossi snared a passing waitress and ordered drinks. It was 8.44 p.m. In the streets surrounding Debunk, the rest of Gabriel's team was moving quietly into place. On the Poststrasse, Dina Sarid was easing a Volkswagen sedan into an empty space outside a Vodafone outlet. Mordechai sat next to her in the front passenger seat, and in the back Oded was doing a few deep breathing exercises to slow his racing heart rate. Fifty meters farther along the street, Mikhail Abramov sat astride a parked motorbike, watching the pedestrians with an expression of profound boredom on his face. Keller sat next to him atop a motorbike of his own. He was peering at the screen of his mobile. The message told him the man of the hour had not yet surfaced. It was 8.48 p.m. At 8.50, Alexei Rozanov had still not made contact with Reza Nazari. Gabriel stood in the window of the safe flat watching the clock atop St. Michael's Church as two more minutes passed without a call. Elie Lavon stood next to him, a consoling presence, a fellow mourner at the grave of an old friend. You have to send him, Gabriel, otherwise he's going to be late. What if he's not supposed to go to the restaurant until he hears from Alexei? We'll have him make up an excuse. Maybe Alexei won't buy it, Gabriel paused, then added. Or maybe he isn't coming. You're jumping at shadows. A five-hundred-pound bomb exploded in my face two weeks ago. I'm entitled. Another minute passed with no call. Gabriel walked over to the laptop keyed in a message and clicked send. Then he returned to the window and stood at the side of his oldest friend in the world. Have you decided what you're going to do? asked Lavon. About what? Alexei. I'm going to give him a chance to sign my death certificate. And if he does? Gabriel turned away from the clock and looked at Lavon. I want my face to be the last one he ever sees. Chiefs don't kill KGB officers. It's called the SVR now, Ailey, and I'm not the chief yet. Give me your phone, said Yankov. 
Why? Just give me the damn thing, we don't have much time. Reza Nazare surrendered his mobile, Yaakov removed the SIM card and inserted it into an identical device. Nazare hesitated before accepting it. A bomb? he asked. Your phone for the evening. Should I assume it's compromised? In every way imaginable. Nazare slipped the phone into his coat pocket next to the pen. What happens at the end of dinner? Whatever you do, Yakov said, don't walk out the door with him at the same time. I'll pick you up in front of the restaurant once Alexei is gone. Gone? Yakov said nothing more. Reza Nazare pulled on his overcoat and headed down to the lobby. It was 8.57 p.m. Because the Marriott was an American hotel, its forecourt contained stainless steel posts and ugly concrete flower pots to protect the building against terrorist attack. 